Hello and welcome to Ken Griffey's Grotesquely Swollen Jaw, the podcast following my journey as I aim to learn all about baseball one major league team at a time. Now joining me today is Ross Marnie. Uh, Ross is our first Scottish guest, I believe, uh, here to tell me all about the Toronto Blue Jays and as well as the baseball scene in Scotland itself. So Ross, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. So I think from what I gather from when we were talking before, your journey into baseball started on a on a family trip trip like a number of our other guests. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so my mum's side of the family are from uh, they live in Toronto. Uh, my my grandfather's three brothers moved over when they were sixteen, seventeen. So we first went over in ninety two um, just to see the family, and uh, I remember lying on my aunt and uncle's bed at night watching the the Jays and the Braves in the World Series. Um, that was the first time I'd ever seen baseball on TV. Um, they obviously couldn't get a ticket, but I remember just watching the games on TV. And when we got home, um, the Jays won it when we got home. Uh, but my aunt and uncle sent a, sent a big poster over as a team. Um, and then the, the following year, we got over again. Um, that was the first time we saw them. Um, it was in the Rogers Centre or Sky Dome, um, but they weren't there. It was away from home. Um, okay. It was the World Series. Uh, sorry, it was the American League um, final between the White Sox and the Jays. Um, but the games were down in uh, Chicago and we were there. Um, but the stadium was open, had the oh, game. A big, big screen on the, so you're yeah, sitting um, in the bleachers with the big screen with the older. Yeah. So there's probably a good 10, 12,000 people there just to watch the game on the TV. Um, but that was our first experience of, I guess, being at a game, if you will. Um, although, although the teams weren't there in a stadium anyway, but yeah, that was, that was the first time we ever got to see them. Um, and since then, we've, I've been, I've, I can't even think how many times I've been now. Um, most times seen them in Toronto, um, but seen them in Baltimore, um, Tropicana, um, Fenway, uh, like I said, Rogers Centre, probably upwards of 30, 40 times now. Well, so I think of our British guests on the past, on the podcast so far, I think you're certainly the one with the most the most caps, the most times visiting, visiting Very their, their, Very their team of choice. Definitely. So that... And, you know, can, I don't have to pay for a hotel, just stay with the family and a nice cheap flight and I'm there for two weeks and... Yeah, we've, we've done we've been that many times. We've done the tourist things now, so I always uh, but check. You don't need to go, go up the CN Tower again. It's going there purely yeah. purely for a baseball trip. I always make sure there's a homestead when I'm there, so I can catch a good uh, four or five games at least. Perfect. So that very first time in 1992, yep. was that purely because it was a World Series and you knew it was a big deal, or were you a big sports fan? You were flicking through the channels, and it was it was always the sporting side that was going to yeah. uh, draw you to it. Always been in sports, um, but obviously because it was the the World Series going on, my aunts and uncles they were uh, all big Blue Jay fans, so we watched every game on the TV, and um, it's just so new to me. I hadn't seen it before. Um, obviously over here, it's probably too young to be staying up till midnight to watch a game on TV here um, at that point. But yeah, being able to watch over there was great. That was the first time I kind of fell in love with it and been hooked ever since. Yeah. So your aunts and uncles. So how long did it take them to? become baseball fans when they moved over from 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 Scotland? Did they get into Blue Jays straight away just to sort of assimilate with, with Toronto or to take them a few few years to get, get used to it? They're big into it, yeah. Not so much now. After the first lockdown, um, mm-hmm. my two aunts and uncles kind of, I think they got a bit bored of it, um, a bit annoyed with it. Um, but yeah, they moved over when they were uh, 16, 17. Okay. Uh, they're, they're, you know, in their 70s and 80s now. So oh, wow. pretty much Canadians yeah. now. Yeah, they're, uh, yeah, they're, mm-hmm. they're Fully fledged Canadians now, yeah. So, 
They still got a little, a little tiny Scottish accent, but not too much. Yeah. Okay, so they went. Up, they were probably still finished their education or their studies in Toronto. Yeah. So it's not like they were adults so they had at least no, a bit of time for no. that Canadian childhood, Canarian, Jumped Canadian right. teenagers. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So of your countless visits, then Ross, are there any standout memories? I've had guests before who sort of said that. Um, it's more the storylines or it's just the one-off random thing. There's nothing to do with what's actually happening on, on the field that they remember the most. So it's the same same with you? Or? Uh, yeah, obviously the games I've been to have been great. Um, mm-hmm. So many, I can't remember them all now, but seeing them at Fenway, that was always, um, me and my dad always wanted to go to Fenway. Um, that was on the parks we wanted to tick off. Um, mm-hmm. My mum and dad are both into baseball as well. My dad picked the White Sox after going okay. to see them. Cumbletron, he thought I'm going to wear a White Sox hat, and that was him. But <laughs> I've always been a Jays fan. Um, so yeah, being able, being able to go and see them play in Baltimore, um, that game we got to, I caught a, a foul ball um, and got to meet uh, JPR and CB, the catcher afterwards, got to sign it. Very nice. Uh, um, I've seen them in, in Fenway. Um, we'd, we were going to a family wedding anyway up in New York, and flew to Boston instead of going to New York, and the Jays were there, so we got there the night before. Game before. Yeah, uh, seen the uh, seen some of the sights, and uh, we're actually on the tour bus in the morning, and we're going past uh, one of the hotels that the Jays use in, in Boston, and uh, it's like, Mum, Dad, I'm sure that's Kevin Pollard and Devin Travis <laughs> of coffee. We'll get off the next stop and see if it is. So, sure enough, it's next stop, and my Dad's like, that better be them. I'm not walking all the way back. <laughs> yeah, if that's not them, but yeah, we walked down. The two of them were having a coffee. Um, spoke to them for. Probably 10, 15 minutes. Um, they were amazed that there was, there was baseball fans in Scotland and <laughs> let alone we had a league. Um, so we talked for a good 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Um, they really were uh, quite happy and appreciative that we had fans in Scotland and uh, and whatnot. But yeah, um, I think we also, probably the, the biggest memories are Joey Bats, like the bat flip uh, against Texas. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't, wasn't there for that, but I remember being in my flat at the time and I think every game of that series was starting at 12 o'clock, midnight. I had to work the next day and I'm like, I can't just want the game to be over now. I need to go to bed. And by the end of the week, I was just struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the bat flip game, I think, uh, who was it now? I think it was Shin Chu Chu. Um, Martin was throwing the ball out, hit his bat as he's thrown out to the pitcher. And uh, the fans are going crazy. They're throwing things on the field. There was a delay for 40 minutes. It's now like half past three in the morning. I'm like, I just want this game to finish. I just need to finish and go to bed. Um, and that was the game that, that Joey Bats hit the, the home run to to win it. Um, that was, I guess, that's probably my era's Joe Carter moment. Um, mm-hmm. Joey Bats won. Um, but I've been lucky enough to see them play in uh, spring training. Uh, me and my dad went over um, four years ago now. Okay. Uh, so a week in Florida, got to see six six games in five days. So that was, that was a pretty decent trip. Um, the Jays and the Phillies, the Orioles, uh, Pirates, Yankees, Detroit. I think that was it all in that area and it was great brilliant but I, I couldn't recommend that enough to people if they get a chance to go to spring training yeah so i think um Tim, when you go on these it, it, on, on the road so you mentioned seeing toronto in a, a lot of places across the northeast what is yep. the away day atmosphere so you sit specifically in blocks with other blue jays fans or is it a bit a bit spread out and it's not quite totally, the oh, away end uh, totally spread out um I've sat with like I said, Baltimore fans. I have my Jays jersey on. There's never any issues. Um, a little bit of banter, um, but it's never in. You never feel unsafe to wear your colours. No. Um, it's just a good laugh. And like I said, it's not like football here where you, you wear the wrong shirt and go on the wrong end. You 
you might get lynched. Uh, <laughs> but for anyway, uh, baseball anyway. Um, but yeah, it's always been great, always been positive, and like I said, a good laugh and a, a bit of banter here and there with with away fans or the home fans. Sorry, but yeah, it's always good, always welcoming and appreciative, and yeah. it's always a good weekend. And, yeah, and there's so just... always of the away fans in the city as well. Um, you always see lots of Jays jerseys or whoever you follow. Um, you go to an away game, you always see your team's fans representing it. Always big crowds. So even with the long journeys, would your do you think that's more Jays fans who live in those cities that they're travelling to, or is it a bit of people who planning their summer vacation or long weekends away around yeah. following the team on the road? There's obviously going to be fans in every city, um, but I think a lot of people that I've spoken to anyway that. It's a weekend series, or you know, there's there's four game series, so they're gonna come down and make a weekend of it, and maybe see a city they've not seen before, see a ballpark they've not seen. Um, yeah, there seems to be a lot of people that that'll um, you know make a weekend of it or, or a, a good trip of it anyway, and four or five days away, and see your team and see a different city and experience something else. Yeah. So speaking of, of something else, so uh, when I spoke um, in, in a previous episode uh, with a, a Dodgers fan who said, yeah, spring training is on his his bucket list, so. Yeah. If, uh, if Tom's listening, let's may make him jealous. So talk, talk me through the, the spring training. So it is just you're in Florida, not, not too hot, but still perfectly nice for yeah. for March time and catching multiple games a day. Yeah. Um, and you can get so close to the players as well. Um, mm-hmm. You can speak to them all. You can chat them all before the game. Um, I've I got a couple of jerseys signed, numerous balls. But it's not just that. You get to actually chat to them and talk to them, um, you know, hear about how they're going and, how they're feeling and things like that. It's brilliant. Um, I couldn't recommend it enough. It, the ballparks are obviously a lot smaller. Um, mm-hmm. It's a bit more kind of, um, I don't know, it's a tighter atmosphere, I think. Um, so obviously the games don't mean anything, but um, it's a chance to see some great players. Um, numerous players at the same time. So you can see multiple teams in a week. Um, they're all so close together. Um, I think the furthest we drove was an hour um, down to Bradenton to see the Pirates. Um, we had, you know, the fellows in the same, they, they were five minutes away from the Jays. Um, and then going back, we had um, Detroit and uh, New York there as well. Um, so you normally see yeah, multiple, watch, watch a few innings of, of Detroit, then go to the ballpark five minutes yeah, away to yeah. finish off the rest of the Phillies game. Great, yeah. It's magic. It's just the best. And the weather's great, you know, shorts and t-shirt in March and April. And yeah, it's perfect. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. So as well as your, your your family members who are living there, are there other people, uh, other Jays fans who you have met many multiple times uh, over the years or you, you recognise as the, the, the Scottish fans at, at, at the Rogers Centre or is it such a big place that there you aren't that unique, you aren't the only Scottish voice no, people can hear? There's a lot of fans. I, get, I remember the, the UK Jays page. Um, there's you know lots of big fans as well that go over multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I speak to a lot of them and, yeah, they know about my memorabilia and, and whatnot. I'm always buying bobbleheads and, and signing stuff. Uh, but yeah, there's, yeah, I think everywhere you go, there's going to be some kind of fans there. Definitely. So the memorabilia, that's a nice a nice segue. So um, this is, for now, at least just an audio audio podcast. So if you're going to hold things up, then I'll be sure to screenshot, or if not, we can uh, describe what your best parts of your collection are. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, the man cave has just been uh, taken over by the new baby uh, just two and a half weeks ago. So we're in the process of turning the, the garage into the new man cave. Okay, uh, that was uh, that was my little kind of getaway room, my shrine. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what I've got. Um, I started off collecting balls when I was away on holiday. Um, mm-hmm. Memorabilia stores, or you'd be at a game and manage to catch a ball. Um, 
always signed balls. Um, a couple of game used ones, um, and then during lockdown, I found groups who were selling bats and everything else, and that was it. I was just, oh, like I said, always, always like to collect them, but hooked after that, and I've got. I'm trying to think now. Over 60, 70 signed balls. Um, oh, right. So all, all, all signed by the batter who'd hit them, or the pitcher who'd, who'd thrown them, or who, who, how would you typically get them get, get them signed? A bit of both. Um, I've had a lot in person. Um, like mm-hmm. spring, it was able to get a lot of them, multiple players. Um, all of them I've bought from the clubs themselves because uh, my daughters are born now. I've got a ball from um, the day my daughter was born. Um, okay. GSP. I've got another from my daughter was born two and a half weeks ago, so there's another one on the way now as well. Um, mm-hmm. From Mets, I think we played. Um, so yeah, that's on the way now as well. Um, but yeah, mostly signed player balls, a few game used, um, game used bats, um, other just signed bats, um, jerseys, game issued jerseys from. I've got a Canada Day um, player issued jersey. I've got a game worn uh, playoff jersey, and I've got an Independence Day jersey as well, um, all worn by. Various players. Yeah, it's a cool, cool idea. Actually, I hadn't thought of a a match ball from famous days yeah. because, of course, yeah. there are so many games. That's a nice, nice souvenir to have them from the dates of your daughter's birthday. So you called a contact at the Blue Jays themselves for the one yep. two and a half weeks ago, and they obliged. Yep. That's pretty, pretty cool. Unfortunately, the shipping is quite expensive. Yeah. Um, it's just who the companies use. Mm-hmm. Um, but luckily, my family over there, so I could get the ball sent to my cousin. And he shipped over for twenty dollars, as opposed to the company the Jays use. It was a hundred dollars for the shipping, so it made sense to just get it shipped over there, and then he'll ship over. So it's quite awkward that way. But yeah, so, uh, you can get a lot cheaper. I don't understand why it's so expensive. I, I've got a ball from the Mets before as well, game used ball. And it was exactly the same. The guy apologised and said, "This is just the company we use. We can't differentiate from that's yeah. who we have to." Um, so luckily, I got it sent to another another family member in Washington, and they sent it over with it. A whole other goodies that I'd, I'd uh, bought over the time. Yes, you got your uh, PO box almost amongst your yeah. uh, fans oh, of diff- different teams. All the time, yeah. Try and stock up and send over a care package of bats and balls and whatnot. Um, but yeah, very much into collecting. Um, like I said, over seventy balls, uh, jerseys. Uh, I've got the last ever Canada flag that was flown at Shea Stadium. Uh, okay. Down. Um, got that a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a quilt. It's absolutely massive, but. <laughs> Frame that's just the red maple leaf that's uh, mm-hmm. in the frame, but yeah, it's massive. It takes up probably a good three quarters of one wall, anyway. Um, yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah. unique. Yeah. yeah, had yeah. you visited Shea Stadium before? Yeah. It was before, yeah, I'd been before um, the last year before it was knocked down. Um, okay, so it's, uh, it's, it's at least linked to your yeah. experiences. So you were yeah. there in that final season yeah. that, that, that the Jays and, of course, the Mets, Mets played there. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah. It's not just Jays. I've collected loads of different different players I like. Um, like the balls are obviously a lot of Jays players, but um, mm-hmm. what Manny Machado, all the greats as well. Pete Rose, um, you know, older players of I've liked. Um, Bats as well. Frank Thomas, uh, Kevin Kiermaier, game used one. Uh, Vladdy, game used bat as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just keep collecting. My wife Perfect. doesn't, but yeah, I love it. <laughs> So with um, you mentioned and congratulations again, of course, your new newborn baby or new, newborn daughter. So will this 2023 season be be spent taking taking the night shift with with the childcare to watch watch the games? Is that the plan? Yeah, uh, I watched the I watched a lot of the game last night. So that's been good. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the great thing about the games. 
the West Coast games are rough. Um, mm-hmm. Starting at two, three a.m. is just not going to happen, um, especially I'm working the next day. Um, but I do time watch a good, you know, probably three to four games a week. Um, mm-hmm. If not, I'll try and listen to all of it as well. Um, it's great having the MLB TV. Yeah, uh, that's a game changer. Um, I was had BT Sports to have it, but you're kind of limited to who they're going to broadcast. So. At least you know you can get your, your home and away broadcast, you can listen to um, you know, your radio team, your T V team. Um mm-hmm. yeah, love it. Love my love my baseball. Um again, my wife's not too pleased with that. <laughs> I'm big into it. Yeah, perfect. Um so baseball that is your number one sports. Again, some of the, the UK based guests I've had so far, they still keep up with, with football or, or or cricket, but you yourself you're involved in baseball in other ways and just watching the, the Jays as well. Yeah, um, I actually I played basketball all through high school and um, college mm-hmm. at a pretty good level. Um, and I was on holiday in, um, in Florida and one of my friends had texted to say, oh, another friend's at baseball training tonight. I said, no, he's, he's at basketball training. I said, no, he's at baseball. No, you've got it wrong. He's at, he's at basketball <laughs> training. Yeah, but sure enough, he'd uh, found the team. Um, so we started playing up in Aberdeen um, mm-hmm. for um, three and a half, four years. Um, that was an hour and a half, well, hour and 20 minute drive up the road there on a, a Wednesday night to practice, and hour and 20 minute back again, same on a Sunday for a game. Um, double headers, you can be away at seven in the morning, or back till you know after eight, nine at night on a Sunday all day. Um, so it was pretty rough. Um, and then I moved uh, to a team in Tayport, which is just over the bridge from me, you know, five, ten minutes from the field. Um, one of the guys from Edinburgh had moved over this, this way and wanted to keep playing, um, wanted to start a team in Tayport. So started the team uh, three years ago um, and won the cup last year in our second season yeah so pretty good it's it you know rough to start with um, a lot of guys hadn't played before we had a few players who'd, who'd played um, but yeah more and more uh, interest and a couple other guys that moved in this direction that, that, that played as well so yeah it's been great the last the last year and a half really competitive um, it's a very competitive league mm-hmm. uh, we got beat today it was a top of the table clash two teams undefeated um so one of us had to give up the record today. So we got beat today, but we've still got another, I think, two two times a season. So we've got a chance to get it back. Yeah, the revenge. So you mentioned the, the cup and the league. So sorry, I'm not yet familiar with the UK scene. Is that the Scottish Cup and League or is it UK-wide? Or how many teams are you playing it's, against? Scottish League. Um, so we play the Scottish League. Um, and then at the end of that, you've got the league winner. And then after that, the, the, the top four teams go into the playoffs and play for the Caledonia Cup. Um, okay. That's our, Yes, that's our World Series, if you will. If you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we, we won it last year um, and uh, yeah, lost the league to, to the Cannons. That was uh, the team that beat us today, Edinburgh Cannons. Okay, so how, how many teams are involved in the skate scene in Scotland? Yeah, so we've got two in Glasgow, we've got two in mm-hmm. Edinburgh, ourselves, and then one in Aberdeen as well. Um, so, yeah, six teams. We've got um, single league, that's the triple A league, we've got single league as well, um, which is, you know, for geared guys who maybe not played as much or, or not played mm-hmm. before. Um, a chance for them to, to keep getting innings in them. Um, it's obviously if you're playing a competitive league, it's hard to get new guys into the, the experience. Game. Yeah, you're trying to trying to win a game. Um, so you know, two years ago, um, mm-hmm. we brought in the single league, yeah, which is great. Um, you know, like I said, it gives guys a chance to play, um, get some experience, um, and and still play the game, still learn the game. So your um, teammates are they a mixture of people like yourself who've had. Um, been over to 
plenty of major league games or the people yep. who just want to keep fit or the American expats? What's the average makeup of the Scottish Scottish baseball league? It's a bit of a mix actually. Um, a lot of the expats, um, mm-hmm. Americans, Canadians, um, Dominicans, um, okay. Taiwan, Japan, yeah, everywhere. Um, and you've got your Scottish guys as well who've maybe been on holiday, um, seen the game or seen the game on TV and thought they'd give it a go. Um, that's probably how you get a lot more interest. Um, it's, you know, putting posters up at universities. It's, you know, things like that, putting things on Facebook and social media and, and getting guys along. We've had another four or five guys this year have turned up. Um, they're, you know, new to the game, never played before, but they're, they're loving it, getting involved and having a good time on a Sunday. So for you, it was never a ambition. So it sounds like you've been you were a fan for a long, long time before you started playing. Yep, yep, yeah. I, I just didn't think there was a chance to play. Um, I'd never heard of of baseball in Scotland before, or, or the UK for that matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't. I don't think it was very well publicised. Um, there certainly wasn't a team near me. Um, that probably didn't help. Um, but yeah, I always played basketball and always mm-hmm. wanted to play baseball, but just didn't think there was a chance to actually play. Um, it was only. Like I said, playing for Aberdeen um, seven, eight years ago that, that, you know, finally got the chance to play and love it. Good. So would you would you recommend it to people who are fans of the sport or people that, uh, how, or you think is it's inclusive enough? Is it enough spots available for people who have yeah. maybe had less competitive sport experience before? Yeah, yeah we, like, we've got all sorts of abilities playing. Um, like I said, we've got the triple A league and then we've got the single league as well. So there's a chance for me to play. It's all inclusive. There's, there's females play as well in, in the league. It's not just a, a men's league. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, some of our, one of our best players, uh, Canadian, uh, Marina, fantastic shortstop, unreal. Um, yeah, one of the best ones on our team. She's outstanding. Um, but yeah, there's, there's lots of chance to play. Um, like I said, we've got the single league, so there is a chance for people who are new to the game to actually get to play and not be sitting on the sidelines and Get a chance mm-hmm. if the scores out of hand, um, they'll get to play every week in the single league, which is just as competitive now as well. You can oh, really see good. coming on, you can really see the players coming on with more sessions, more training sessions, more games. Um, it's really taken off, it's been great. And so, I guess after after the games, you, you and Maria or you're, you're bugging Maria for stories about about the Blue Jays. Is she, is she yeah. a big fan from Toronto there's as well? Me, there's uh, her and there's uh, Shane, he's another Blue Jay fan, he's from uh, Toronto as well. So, yeah, I'm, <clears throat> I'm probably. Probably worse, but yeah, <laughs> probably get bored of me. Yeah, so for, for this this coming season, then Ross, for for both, um, so say so you're, you're confident your chance of um, with, with the Breakers for for winning winning the cup and uh, and the series again. What about the Blue Jays? Well, I spoke with uh, Elizabeth, so uh, another uh, Toronto fan earlier in in my my show, and she was so yeah, World Series minimum for Blue Jays. Are you sharing that optimism? I'm hopeful. Uh, I'm hopeful. We have the team to do it. It's just will we or not? Um, <clears throat> our division is just so tough as well. It's the toughest, toughest division in baseball. Like, the Yankees are always going to be good. Boston are yeah. always going. To be. Tampa are frightening, um, and now Baltimore are just stacked as well. Improving, we, yeah. We young talent who are going to be there for years and years as well. It's not just a couple of mercenaries who are coming and filling gaps. Or young guys who are going to play for a long time, um, which is good. You know, <clears throat> you want to see the the good young players coming through, just maybe not in our division. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm happy. Our outfield is a lot better. Um, getting Kevin Kiermaier and uh, Varsho as well. I love Kevin Kiermaier. I love defensive players, always have. Um, <clears throat> so I'm, yeah, pumped to get him. Uh, he's been a you know, thorn in the Jays' side for years down at Tampa. So yeah, I'm glad to get him here. Um, our pitching 
hasn't been the best so far this season. Uh, you know, race Manoa has kind of swapped his uh, his record with Kikuchi, who was who was you know pretty bad last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been opposite this year. Kikuchi's been fantastic, and Manoa's been been struggling a little bit. So it's still early though. There's you know a lot of baseball to play, and I still see a lot of comments on on sites saying you know the season's over already. Like <laughs> you know, we're, we're just touching May. That's so yeah. much still to play um we're yeah we're scraping wins and you know we lost what five in a row there um isn't great but every team's going to go through a slump so we just need to try and get through and i'm hopeful i'm hopeful yeah. but yeah that league's tough so we'll see how it goes and i know it might be harder than previous years because of uh the newborn by you aiming to make a trip over to toronto this season at all probably not this year uh not with the newborn <coughs> um i'm i'm hoping to go over I want to go over soon with uh, my oldest one because um, mm-hmm. they do the Jays, uh, junior Jays on a Sunday. Okay. Uh, and you can get on the field after the game and run the bases. Mm-hmm. That's my chance to get on the field. So I'm, I'm yeah. Yeah, desperate to get her over. But if she wants to go or not, she's going to run on those bases. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah, point. So have you been on been able to go on the field before or has it been the first no, time? On the... No, it's always the kid. You have to go on with the kids on a Sunday. Um, okay. Oh yeah, fingers crossed. I can, you know, she might fall asleep during the game, but I don't care. We'll as long as she's awake for time to run the bases, we'll then that field, yeah, <laughs> sounds good to hear. Um, so, Ross, the other question that I have before we go, and thank you again for giving up giving up some of your time. It's been yeah. great, great to talk. Is when you're in in Toronto, what's what what's, what's the your favorite ball snack or the favorite snack on spring training or any any of the games you've visited? Uh, it's got to be nuts. Uh, I'll always get a souvenir cup. Um, I always mm-hmm. give in your cup when I'm there. Every game I've been to, you know, I've been to, I don't know how many stadiums now. Um, but I get a cup everywhere I go. Nice. The kitchen, for them, um, that's my thing. Have to get a souvenir cup. Um, but yeah, probably a hot dog and, and definitely some nuts, definitely some peanuts. That's the that's the standard. That's the, yeah, uh, the, the hot dogs and the cracker jacks, as the yeah. as the song as the song says. That's so yeah. a very very nice and traditional way of um, yeah. sharing your baseball fandom. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be done. Good. And so, for those wanting to learn more, either about uh, Scottish baseball or the Blue Jays, where, where's where's the best websites, the best social media pages that that we can follow? Yeah, Facebook, Scottish leagues on Facebook, um, Baseball Scotland, um, all mm-hmm. the teams are linked to that as well. Um, you'll see we have um, live videos of games as well. Um, there'll be a game a week usually broadcast on the on the okay. Facebook page. Um, a couple of commentators. Um, to them from there's a, a Scottish baseball podcast as well, um, so they'll they'll commentate the games as well, um, and the Jays it's got to be the UK UK Blue Jay fan group page on, on Facebook as well. Lots of pictures and stories and uh, and all sorts in there. Yeah, a good bunch of guys that, uh, and girls that, that just love baseball and love the Jays. Oh, good. Um, so the commentators for the because we have had a commentator on on this podcast earlier as well, uh, Spence in episode four. So they are. Oh. Students, you are, you, the, the commentators of the Scottish games, or um, are they just um, I'm, are they live pitch side, or where, where are they doing that? The commentary from? Yeah, yeah, they're live pitch side. Uh, they'll pick a game a week usually, um, mm-hmm. depending on where the, the games are. Um, it's John McKellar and uh, Jason Dare. Um, they both played. Uh, Jason Dare is a Hall of Famer um, in the Scottish okay. League. Maybe mm-hmm. he's for Edinburgh. Um, he doesn't play anymore. And uh, John. Still plays a little bit. He plays a little bit singly now. The body's letting him down a bit. Um, but they're, they're great, great guys, and uh, they do a lot for the game. Um, put a lot of eyeballs on it, a lot, a lot of ears on it as well, I guess, with, with their podcast. Oh, that's really interesting. So it's really 
good to hear that the the scene in in Scotland is 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 healthy. It sounds like you've got a lot of yeah. committed committed volunteers and an ever increasing growing number of, of players and teams. So if you're listening and, and do want to get involved uh, in, in the game in Scotland, be sure to check out the pages Ross mentioned, and I'll put the links in the bio of this episode as well. Great, yeah, yeah. We're always just happy to get some more people in the game. So yeah, definitely. And the final question. Uh, I know again, this is a, a audio podcast, but I see you've got tattoos. How many of those tattoos are Blue Jays? Uh, my toes. I've got uh, blue jays on my toes. <laughs> blue jays on your toes. Okay, yeah. so that's uh, again not the answer I expected you to get. Yeah, that's, uh... blue jays and uh, red maple leaf on my big toes. Blue jays across the toes. Yeah, and uh, I've got a big red maple leaf on my knee as well, just for yeah, just for good measure. Okay, well, it sounds perfect. So Ross, you are been a fantastic guest, and thank you for sharing some of your stories of your visits to Canada. Is, is there anything we've missed, by the way, just before we go? No. Um, I did get. You're probably familiar with him. Jerry Howarth was the uh, commentator for the Jays uh, on the radio booth, mm-hmm. and uh, he had a, a saying, "Hello, friends," was his how he welcomed the show, and it, I fell asleep listening to him so many times at night. Just had just the nicest voice. Yeah, um, sky a baseball. It was like listening to your grandpa tell a story. That's how he described the game. It was beautiful. Um, he doesn't do it anymore, but I, I really wanted a ball. Um, hello, friends. I really wanted Jerry Howarth to sign a ball saying "Hello, friends." So. I had a look on Facebook and uh, I, he, I seen him there. So I'm, so I'm, I'm going to shoot my message and see what happens. You oh. never know. Um, mm-hmm. So I messaged him and said, like, if I send the ball um, and the money, would you post the ball to my family? He said, well, I'll tell you what, keep the money. I'll do you one better. Um, I'll sign my book and send it to you for free. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, he sent, sent me his book, signed it to Ross. Uh, my number one Blue Jay fan in Scotland. Uh, hello, friends. Uh, so, yeah, that was one of my favourite things I've got, definitely. Yeah, that sounds very, very special and very, very unique. So, yep. yeah, again, thank you for sharing that. And, um, yeah, it's been great to talk to you. And hopefully this uh, baseball community, you've made many, many more friends from it. So, Ross, thanks for joining. And everyone else, thanks for listening. appreciate it. Thanks, Stuart. You can find the podcast at Swollen Jaw Pod. And please remember to share and review so that other baseball fans can find us. Please get in touch if you have a story, idea or suggestion about your team that I need to know about and tune in next week to hear more about my journey into baseball.